Classes in session, classes in session. I'm your host, Karoom Dunkley. I'm here with Nish. Hey. Tom. Hello, people. And Tanika. Hello. Today, we're doing something very different, very different. We have two very special guests, and they are Mr. and Mrs. Patrice and Jeffrey Cunningham. I said that wrong. Jeffrey and Patrice Cunningham. Would y'all like to say hello? Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so... Mr. and Mr. 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 Jeff and Miss Patrice have been married for over 30 years. How long have y'all been married? 34 years. 34 years. And today we would like to ask them a few questions on how they stay married for so long and if they have any tips for us younger people who are trying to stay married for as long as them, if not more. Yeah. So tell us about yourselves, Mr. Patrice. Okay. What do you want to know? <laughs> what do you do? What do I do? Yeah, what do you do? Wow. I am a mom, a grandmom. Um, I am an HR professional. Okay. Um, been working with people all my life. I'm married to this guy over here for <laughs> 34 years. This year will be 35 years. Um, we got married. Yes. I was I was 22. He was 24. Yeah, married young. Yeah, very young. Do you do you feel like that was a good decision? Well, it has to be. It has to be a good decision looking at circumstances you're in now, married 34 years later. You know, I think it was a great decision. I always knew I was going to be married. Um, and I think, yeah, it was a great decision because at the time when I married Jeff, when I met Jeff, when we got married, I wasn't in love with him. I knew he would be a great provider. I knew he would take care of me. Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't in love with him, but I knew that would grow. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Jeff, was you in love with Miss Patrice? No. Oh. <laughs> yes, he was. He was. No, yes, he see, was. she beat me to the punch. She knew. She knew that was my line, Go so ahead. she said it first. I'll tell it. Go ahead, see, Jeff. The, the thing is this: when you meet somebody, are you truly in love or are you in lust? In lust, I believe. Yeah, lust. you're in lust. Okay. Yeah. You learn to love somebody. Mm-hmm. Love is an action word, so don't ever get it fooled that you see somebody come in every day and say. I love you, but he doesn't go to work. Mm-hmm. So does he really love you? You go to work and he's sitting at home watching video games and all this. See, so love is an action word. Love has to be proven over a course of time. So when people meet somebody, they're either infatuated with their looks, they love their behaviors, but then when you get to know somebody and you live with them, mm-hmm. then you learn how to love. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. That was deep. I didn't expect all that at, at this right, early. Yeah. I expected all that at this fast. Some gems, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you, what do you, what tips do you have for us younger people? How to stay married for so long? Like, do you have anything? Do you have any? Well, I do. The first thing you do when you come into each other's lives, you have to be honest. Stop pretending, because you're sending out a false representation of yourself. So, when that person, when you live with somebody, then you start knowing them. Renting out pantyhose in the sink and all this kind. See, you didn't have that before. And the good part about us is that we had our own apartment. Then pause. You have to bring your authentic self to it. Yeah. You cannot be made up. If, if, if you're a person that likes Chinese and doesn't like steak, you got to be say it. Mm-hmm. Say it from the door. Because mm-hmm. women tend to not say what they really feel because they sure. want to make the relationship work. Mm-hmm. My experience, mm-hmm. you have to be true to yourself. If room if he asks and he says Denisha you want to go get Chinese and Denisha's like I really don't want Chinese okay we can do Chinese mistake say I don't want Chinese today I want steak go ahead Jeff no and, and that's true because <laughs> what happened is that 
Now I got to figure you out. See, if you just tell me the truth, then you give me the opportunity to judge it right then and there and say, do I like this or not? And that did that, that. And I just gave you that small snippet, but that goes into something big, mm-hmm. because what happens later on in a marriage, you just kind of go through the motions. And after a while, you keep doing the same thing for 20 years. And then all of a sudden you say, I ain't doing that no more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to pick up your clothes no more. And you stop that. That's a that's a, that's problem. a lot of resentment. Exactly, Tom. Tom, you, have you have you been picking up your clothes? I, I was just uh, well, <laughs> t- today. I think it did time to pick up my clothes. Oh. But now I do have. Was there ever a situation where y'all kind of went through a rough patch, or like you had to tell him to do something, or vice versa, like where you had to learn the hard way? I guess. Well, I, I would say yeah. We were going to get separated. I think in the initial beginning, mm-hmm. I had yeah I had left you know, and just like I was tired of it. And I went to my mother's house. But see, this is this is the important part about being a father, too. Mm-hmm. My father came in and seen me laying on the couch. Mm-hmm. And he said, when he wakes up, I need to talk to him. So when I got up, I went in there. He said, you know, I know what you want to do. You want to get back out in the street. He said, but that girl didn't do nothing to you. Get your behind back around the house. Mm-hmm. This is where parenting comes in. Mm-hmm. You never finish parenting even when you get older. My kids are all gone now. But I'm still their father, so I have to sit back and watch mm-hmm. and see what goes on. So that was the rough part, but I had a man who told me the truth. Mm-hmm. So you had to deal with that and go back and say, but the good part about that, it made me look at myself in the mirror and say, 99.9% of our problems is why? Because of me. Mm-hmm. Most men won't do that. They won't look in the mirror and say, you're the problem, mm-hmm. let's try to fix it. Because we're not talkers. We'll talk in the barbershop. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to other men, but to sit here and go, oh, she's my best friend. I ain't never said that. Not even till this day. Mm-hmm. You learn that over a period of time. Mm-hmm. And then you can sit back and go, oh, yeah, she really was. Mm-hmm. But see, you just don't, everybody I've ever seen talk like that, they're all divorced. Well, and here's part two of that. And I think why we were successful in our marriage, because there's some things, there was some criteria that I had to have True. when I met Jeff. He could not have children. I'm very selfish in that aspect. Mm-hmm. I knew I couldn't deal with any outsides. And I think what kept us together for a long time, for, for this length of time, first of all, I believe in God. And I just believe that marriage is a serious commitment. And I always said that if I get married, there's no separation right, unless something right. else, you know. But the thing is, um, we had all our first together. That made a difference for us because we, we had our first together. So meaning when we got our first house together, we had our first children together. We went through religion and different things. That's a whole nother element that we had to go through together. So we had a lot of, so I had staying power. I had stake in the game. <laughs> I had stake in the game. Because if it, we didn't have those first together, it probably right. would have been a little yeah. different. Yeah, right, right, right. More difficult. So we had a lot of first together. Not saying that people who don't have first together don't stay together, but we had a lot of first together. So, uh, again, we're just interviewing Nisha's uh, parents, uh, Miss Patrice and uh, Mr. Mr. Jeff. Jeff. There you go. And um, so we're just asking them questions on, you know, their marriage. They've been together for almost 35 years now. So, uh, you know, myself and I'm sure all of you or some people out there want to learn more about, you know, long-term relationships and, and get some good advice. So. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about niche, you know, as a, you know, because I don't know, like me personally growing up, my parents were separated. Okay. Like they, they were cordial, but they were separated. So I never had like two parents at, in the house. Like right. I listened to both my parents, but mm-hmm. I mean, uh, how, like how was it for you growing up having two parents together? And like, It was actually really cool because like you get 
the aspect of two different worlds. Like, they're both, I can walk down the hallway still, hey, dad, hey, mom, like, you know what I mean? Still had to ask both of them for certain things. But my dad would be like, hey, mom. And he'd be like, go, he'd be like, go ask your uh, mom. Oh, yeah. If I say, if I say, dad, can I do this? He'd be like, what your mom said? Oh, yeah. Then if I say, mom, can I do this? What your dad say? Like, come on, can one of y'all give me the answer? But it's really cool because watching some of my friends, like, not have, like, most, some of my, like, closest friends, they had their parents in their house. But one of my best friends didn't, like, but it was still cool. Like, they, like, I, I mean, I didn't judge them no different, you know what I mean? But that was pretty cool having them. I feel like you grow up normalizing things you go through. Like, I grew up with yeah. a single mother, mm-hmm. and I felt like it was it was, it was normal. normal. Right. It was normal. Yeah. But then when I got around Mr. Jeff and Mr. Patrice, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Even they're, they're not perfect, but it, mm-hmm. but I see yeah. what I see what's supposed to be. And as I see the structure, I see the foundation, I've seen everything that they've instilled in Niche and Danielle and even Gage, uh, their grand, grandson. Right. And I see how it's, how it's supposed to be. So that's... That's that's all I had to say about that. You got anything else you want to say, Tanika? You want to add anything? You want to add anything? No, not yet. Keep going into the questions. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do when you argue? <laughs> well, when you have the serious aspects of arguments, yeah, you go through the, you go through them. See, you you can't. I always hear people saying, "Don't go to bed arguing." Out. No, sometimes it takes a week. Sometimes you walk in a house and you don't speak for weeks. He doesn't. Mm. You know, and the thing is, is that That's you serious. have to, you really have to look at it and say, look at yourself and say, what caused the argument? Why? Mm-hmm. Then you try to go back and address it. Don't think you're going to fix that overnight. No, it takes time. You work that out and you have to deal with yourself first and say, well, I'm not going to cow down because I wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, I'm not saying <laughs> stick to your guns, but I need you to voice your opinion and say, look, I don't think I was wrong. And this is the reason why. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and then when somebody come back and tell you stuff like, well, that's your truth. <laughs> you know, truth is truth, you know. But when somebody say that, you like, wait a minute. One and one is two. Right. right? So yeah. what is truth? Mr. Trees, what do you want to say Here's the about thing. That? No, I, I, <laughs> I see your face turning up. I'll just let him go. But you, you do argue and you yeah. have to get it out. Mm-hmm. So I'm a talker. I get it out. And then he was the kind of person he would say what he had to say and I'm still talking but then he would resolve to the fact I'm not talking about this anymore but I'm still talking so oh, what, this sounds so too familiar and, that and, sounds familiar with us too and it's like okay that's who he is he's the talker and, and I know that the next three days he's not going to speak to me he's going to just come in he's going to do his normal he's not going to talk about the argument but I know when I'm right I just hold my ground because I know three days he's going to come around and he's going to apologize because usually it is him Mm. It usually is true. him. No, that's true. It usually is him. I and, would agree. And, and but but here's the thing that women have to understand. Even though I'm mad, I still clean. I still cook for you. I don't say dinner's ready, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you still that's have to do that. It's, it's in the microwave. Mm-hmm. If, you yeah. if you don't look for it, you that's your fault. You talk to me. I'm gonna still wash your clothes. I'm gonna still do all the things that I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. A lot of women get twisted mm-hmm. when they're mad. They don't do what they're supposed to do, even though he's not. You know, he's wrong as two left shoes. You have to continue to be, because that, that's where the power comes. Mm-hmm. Women have so much power in marriages. That's a whole nother segment. But that's where the power that comes. That segment can be right now. Women yeah. have a lot of power in marriages. They, they do. They Explain. They do. What I mean by that is men just want a clean house. They want something to eat. It's real basic. You just yes. do the basic things, mm-hmm. you that's know, and, and, and it works. Really, that's all you have to do is do the basic things and then have to pay attention to the signals. You got to know when they come home from work and they're a little crazy. Hey, how you doing? You don't have to talk because I'm a talker, mm-hmm. but you know not to talk. 
Mm-hmm. It just based on their response. You got to pay attention to the signals because there's always signals. Mm-hmm. There's always signals, and people say, "Oh, oh, how did I didn't know?" There's always signals. I don't care what anybody says. There's always signals. So you just have to um, pay attention to the mm-hmm. signals, you know. But we were created differently. We were the nurturer. We're the emotional being. That's and sometimes men don't do not feed our emotion side. Mm-hmm. They just don't because they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So you have to be. Mm-hmm true to yourself and that's when I started reading my books or getting you know talking to my girlfriend but not about my relationship but just getting some stuff out mm-hmm. you know what exactly. I mean that's what we do so do you think it's even appropriate to talk about your relationship to someone else or a friend I, or well here's the thing it just depends and see I was just that unique when I was going through something I always talked to my mom but my mother knew but I never talked about what I was going through yeah. I just show up at the kitchen table and we just sit and they know and we wouldn't talk about the the issue we talk about everything else but 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 somehow something would come up that would trigger and make me feel better about what i was doing Mm -hmm. but again you just have to be careful who you talk to and a lot of times and i'm just going to call it out jeff doesn't know a lot about this but i pray a lot Mm -hmm. i pray say god because sometimes in the middle of an argument i'm ready to go in Mm -hmm. but i just pray because i know that if I say the wrong thing, I can't take those words back. Mm-hmm. Now, he's going to act a fool and say whatever he wants. Now, it hurts me to my core, mm-hmm. but I am not going to go back in mm-hmm. and give him exact. Because if I did that, that's where I'm talking about. The power comes in. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing yeah. of winning and losing. Right, right, it's right. just that if I cut him off at the core, the world's already doing that. Mm-hmm. And even I, you know, so you just got to okay. be very, that's very good. careful. Just be careful of your words. That's all, even though they're wrong. And sometimes those words that they give you will cut you. But you got to go deep in yourself and recognize what you were created to be. Mm-hmm. I'm great. You got to start pouring into yourself, not even calling anybody. You know, I'm successful. I'm this. You know, pour back into your own self. You know. Yeah, you have to do that for yourself. I'm just saying. I know you got something to say. Oh, I have to say, you guys are amazing. I'm just so taken back right now. Mm. Like, I don't even know what to say. That's why I'm so quiet <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> well, this is one, listen. Yeah. The thing is this. If you sit back, like she's saying, you know, you cut at the core because I want to cut the conversation off. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it exactly the way I see it, and this is it. I'm not going to pray about it. She can pray all day. I'm not going to pray about it. I'm just going to tell you what I deal with. Then we can resolve the problem. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as calling somebody else, if you're married and you call them and they're single, what kind of advice are they going to give you? Negative advice. Negative advice. Yeah. Now, the other part is, if you're married, are you going to talk to somebody that's in the same category that you are, that one year, two year, three? No, you go find somebody that has wisdom mm-hmm. because the book tells you to seek wisdom from those who've already walked the path. Mm-hmm. 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 See, so you will be a fool to go talk to somebody younger or in the same category that you are. You always go try to find an adult, a wise one, that's been married and already went through this because they can actually look at you and say, <laughs> she ain't cooking again, huh? <laughs> you know, they can, they can just sit there and go through it because they've mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. jumped the hurdles. And you don't understand this until you get some time in. Mm-hmm. See, I was going to ask you two, well, how long have you been dating? Well, we've been together for seven years. Too long. Wow. We only knew each other three months. Exactly. Before they got married. They only knew each other three months. married in November. That's crazy, right? That's why y'all wasn't in love. Well, it's not that. See, the more you take time out, you're testing the waters. Mm -hmm. So if it's something you don't like, I quit. It's easy to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. So you tested it for seven years. For what? It's too long. You too long. 
fourth song. So you get in, you get into it, and you go like this and say, "Let's see if we can make these things right." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got this balance. You're like, you "Oh, balance. I've been with her seven years. She is this, and she's that." Mm-hmm. You know what? We all got, we all bring baggage to the table. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the long um, the engagement is just too long. Mm-hmm. And you know, keep finding out more you know. and more yeah. about you know, each other. Well, you do for know. Us, for us, right now, know. we've been engaged for since our fourth year. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing for us was just financial. Because we want a wedding. We want a nice no, wedding. No, stop, 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 stop. No, no I'm being no, honest. No, no, I want to tell you this. Okay, okay, okay. Take the money and everything out. When we first got engaged, you know how much my rings cost me? What was it, $325? For all of them. You couldn't even see the diamond in there. Look, it was like a piece of glass in there. But the thing was is that that's all we had. See, so you have to learn how to take these hurdles together. You're not going to have all the money. You're not going to have the best home. You're not going to have anything. But as you get these accomplishments together, then you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. So if you go to your friend and say, well, he, Tony has to have this and he has to have that. Why? You're called marriage. You're supposed to come together as one. So everything that you obtain in life is together. Mm-hmm. I feel it. like our generation doesn't even value growing together anymore. I feel like they want to come to the table with something. Like, you have to be something. You have to meet me equal standards. And I feel like our generation doesn't embrace, like, growing together. That's what education taught you. See, but your grandmother wouldn't have taught you that. Education taught you that. When you get out here in these fields of study, and then you think, I'm this and I'm that. Okay, Tone, picture this. You're a psychologist, but she's a janitor. Could you love her? Of course. Yeah, but the titles would screw you up in the beginning. Because you wouldn't know how to introduce her to your friends. See, because you're dealing with societal issues mm-hmm. instead of saying, what's good for your heart? Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see college. Don't get me wrong. I think college has a great benefit some aspects, but in other aspects, it knocks you down mm-hmm. because you start looking at people in a different, totally light. Instead of saying, that's my friend, that's the, the trash guy. No, you'll change, his, you'll change his title, and I've had this done. You'll change his title and say, no, he's an environmental specialist. <laughs> because it makes you feel good. Right. But that brother's sure of himself, and he knows what he's trying to do. Right. So the marriage part, too long. That's an eye, nice. Because you done tested the waters too long. Right. So what you can work mean, What does it mean when you test the waters for too long? Well, he's getting the, how did did grandmother say he's getting the cow without the milk? I mean, getting the milk without buying the cow. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Say nothing. No, no. That's what they say. When you sit back and talk to older people Mm -hmm. and see, and you look, and I tell them, this is, you just sit there and said that you didn't come from a two-family home. So you go back and you get your advice piecemeal. Mm -hmm. Because you're really trying to figure out, well, how does this work? Right. Dad says something, mom says something. You came from both mother and father? Mm-mm. See, I'm not saying it's good nor bad. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, when you see, when you have children, it's nothing like that child running down the hallway and say, Dad, let's go get some cereal. Right. And you're there. Mm-hmm. But when he says, oh, I can't get cereal until next week when Dad got me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. And I'm it's so sorry. easy for your generation to get those divorces. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because society's made it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they just made it like that. And people always say, well, I'll go to scripture. I'm going to do this. The scripture's in you. You put those scriptures to work. Everything that you read about in the scripture from the Bible, from the Quran, 
It's giving you a teaching that you have to put to work. That's and it. that's the truth because even when I look at the Bible, and I, and I do that a lot, the book of James talks about faith without works is dead. So I'm praying, but I still know that there's work that I have to do. I get up from my prayer. I know I still got to grind and do what I need to do. I was thinking about Jeff when he was talking about roles and relationships. Yeah, I went to school, got a master's degree. Jeff doesn't have a degree. However, let me just talk a little bit about that because sometimes we get it twisted that because you have these degrees, you have arrived. But I tell you the truth, I remember early in our marriage when I would take Jeff to business dinners. Love, love, loved it. Every, every time he came to a business center, now he's the one not educated. I'm around all these scholars or whatever. Jeff would, he would just light up the room. Mm-hmm. He was so smart. He knew a little bit about everything. And to the point where he took the, he was, they were taken aback like, wow, you're in the military. You know, all of this Jeff is very smart because here's the thing. Everything you have access. It just depends. Jeff traveled over the world. He talked mm-hmm. to different people. Mm-hmm. So when we went into those, and, 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 into those, um, uh, meetings like the dinner parties. I, I was nervous at first. I'm like, oh my God, is he really going to fit? In my head, I never said that to him, but I'm like, oh. Well, of course he dressed the part. Now, that was never an issue. Jeff is going to show up. He shows up well, but I just was not sure of how he was going to interact. And then the next thing, he took over the meeting and, and, and it was just like, wow. And then the next day, people were like, your husband is great. He's this. He knows like a lot about a lot of things. But mm-hmm. if I had to let society or my own biases say, oh, God, I'm taking him to dinner. He hasn't been out. Jeff will. He, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's, let me bring it to you this way. When we first got married, we had to go to the dinner. We were married. We were living together. And she had a function to go to. And I came home. I had just dropped some prisoners off in, I think, California. And I came when she said, well, you have this dinner party going. But the table was set up. No, it was. It was set up. The silverware was set, right. and we were sitting out eating. She was watching me to see no, which one I was going to use next. <laughs> no, that's true. This was true. I that's sat true. there and laughed. I said, "Now we was only two of us." And you know, now that's stretching it. And she actually watched, but I understood that because that was her world. Mm-hmm. My world was training Marines. See, two different, two different worlds. You know, she go to school. I made sure she had the money to go to school. Whatever. That wasn't my thing. I just didn't like school. Trade school, yes. Vocations, carpentry or bricklaying, yes. But as far as academics and all that kind of, no. You know, because everybody that I've seen, they put on an air about themselves. That's really not true. Just because I matriculated at such and such, Mm -hmm. you know. And I sit there and say, that makes you right but i think that's a learned behavior we're just so used to being put in boxes and stuff Mm -hmm. but one thing you have to recognize is don't ever let anybody determine what your spouse is or or talk bad about your spouse or or that kind of stuff you don't entertain that kind of stuff and if if it starts to happen you shut you shut it down at the door this is not a conversation we're going to have and then if that person wants to have that conversation you have to reevaluate if that's the person you want in your in your your circle what if it's what if it's a parent what if it's a parent or a special loved one who is... Oh, oh. If, it's a, if, if it Go is ahead. a parent, you still... You know what? Here's the thing, Kay, and I learned this in life. Jeff and me have different perspectives on that. You was, mm-hmm. a, a lot of um, older people come and they'll say things and they'll talk to you. Because my, my father was that guy. Mm-hmm. He would say some strong stuff to me. I would be so upset about it. But you know what I did? And in front of him, I respected him. He would say something and i take it. But then i go back and i have to internalize that thing and say, mm-hmm. how... 
Mm-hmm. How does this work for me? Mm-hmm. But I would ne- I was never disrespectful. And sometimes I think that's a downfall. But my mother and father, I, you will never, ever hear them say that Joe, they call me that, disrespected me. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Whatever they brought to me, even if it was wrong as two left shoes and I was hurt, I took it. Mm-hmm. I never let, I never, I took it. But somewhere down the line, I had to come back and internalize that thing and see how it would work for me. Because there, you know, you have parents that have different opinions of things. And sometimes, me, I was not that kind of one. I was not a combative, combative person. Mm-hmm. I would just take what they say, and then I take it back and internalize it. Go home, cry a lot, tell Jeff about it, and he would tell me what he thought. But again, sometimes I just didn't. So is that fair to me? I didn't yeah, want to res- disrespect him. So what, but what happens here, since he's a very vocal person, and I come and tell him, we had that conversation, then Jeff would handle it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He would handle it. See, and that's... But this that's just where, us. That's how we were. Right, right, you right. let nobody come into your household and dictate to you what you should be doing. Now, I can't go to Denisha's and Kay's house and tell them, well, I need you to have this couch over here and you should be doing this because that's what happened to her with my mother. And when she told me, I said, whoa, freeze. I'm paying for this house. Mom, you can't do that. This is her house. Mm. So that put a wedge between me and my mother for a while. But I was fine with it. Mm. Because I knew I wasn't going to have that problem again later on down the road. Because I've already took care of it. Mm -hmm. So when you go home and you cry at night, you're really defeating the purpose. It's a way you can be respectful the whole Mm -hmm. nine yards and and getting your point across. You know, maybe sometimes I don't do it that way. But I train men to give their lives up. Mm -hmm. So why am I going to fool around with you? When I know what the end result was going to be. And I think even with my, even when Jeff would handle stuff, Jeff's nay is a nay and his yay is a yay. He never swayed. Mm-hmm. So they, they love the fact that even though sometimes he would come off, the presentation would be wrong, but they knew that In their he, eyes. it was his, what he believed. It's true. Mm-hmm. So you can't get mad with somebody telling them how you feel. Right. And you that's the kind of person he was. So that, that gave us balance. So uh, again, we have uh, niche parents here who's been married for a uh, 35 years or going on 35 years and um, you know we're just taking advice and you know learning from them with their experience in marriage uh, Mr. Jeff I don't think we got to you Miss um, Patrice uh, explain what she does but you, you know you've mentioned a few times you train men but give us a little bit more into uh, what you do and well, that's what all I've doing. ever done that's all you've from, ever done <laughs> well I've only had two jobs but my whole life Really? You know, I worked uh, after high school. I was working at uh, Fair Acres in high school. Mm-hmm. Then I joined the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. I was nice. in Marine Corps my whole life. Right. Then I got out and worked for UPS. Then we bought our own company. That was nice. it. So the, the thing is, is that whatever you young people are trying to do, stay focused. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to get people that come in to your path. Well, why are you doing this? Well, mm-hmm. You sleep with her. He sleeps with her. Those are the only two conversations that matter. Right, right. If she agreed to just keep doing the podcast and she agreed with you to keep... That's all. Well, Mr. Jeff and Ms. Patrice, that's blowing in the wind mm-hmm. because we're not in your shoes. We're not trying to sit back and figure out what life is all about. Mm-hmm. We've already... You do, do you know I'm already preparing for death? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. It's an evolution. You know you're going to do it. So why pretend that it's not going to happen? It's the only thing that's promised. That's it. That's exactly. it. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that's, that's it. Promised. So you have to look at life as a full circle. Mm-hmm. I lived. I loved. I had a family. 
the whole nine yards. So now my thing is to make sure everybody's protected in the transition part. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I'm not going to cut you off. I was thinking about friends. And it was funny when we were um, first day, we had two great friends that we were, when we first got married, Vanessa and Daryl, they're still our good friends. We would go out and, you know, just do different things together. And anytime I had a, a, a problem at the household with Jeff, him and I, I would bring it up at that table. And it was a safe place because Jeff could receive it because Daryl could say, Jeff, you did that. Let me tell you mm-hmm. about this. So it was exactly. good because yeah, my yeah. friend Daryl could say what I wanted to say to Jeff because he could see it from a different lens. Exactly. And then Vanessa would say, Patrice, maybe you should do it this way. So we learned so much about relationships. So mm-hmm. when we got together, and sometimes we couldn't do it one-on-one because mm-hmm. we'd be arguing, mm-hmm. we would get into a crowd and I would bring it up. Exactly. And then we allow our friends to give us I feel like even through this podcast yeah, that we, we, we solve our, mm-hmm. our little internal issues by mm-hmm. just communicating with each other. Like, Tony, you really should clean up after yourself, man. You really need to work on that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you really need to help Tanika with that, man. Nah, but I mean, no, nah, there is truth there. Like, sometimes, like, when we when we discuss stuff, sometimes I know it might be small, and I just be like, guess what Guess what Tanika did? And then Karim is there to, you know, back me up. Or Sometimes they'll tell me if I'm wrong, you know, and... Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about learning and experience. But I do understand that, you know, right then and there, you know, when you're arguing, you can't get it out the way you want it, you know, mm-hmm. to come out. Or, mm-hmm. you, you know, you might be too emotional or too upset to get it out. So sometimes it's better. Not, I, mean, <coughs> I hate to involve others, but sometimes that, that there's a benefit there. Mm-hmm. Especially in the a right group context. Yeah. Right. The right people. Because what she just said was so true. Mm-hmm. If I was around other people, I wouldn't act buck wild. It would make me want to think. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when you're around friends that's already married and they've already went through that, then they can point things out to you and say, yo, bro, going the wrong route. Mm-hmm. But see, nobody else can tell me that if they haven't been in my shoes. Exactly. That's it. Right. right. See, they haven't been in my shoes. When she mentioned Daryl and Vanessa, those were the ones. From the time we bought our first home, we were dating the whole night. They kept our kids. First ones. So anybody else, I can't take too much from anybody else because... They weren't there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so you feel like that those two people are you can solve you. You'll run to those people to help you solve your little issues, little things. Would you run? Would you run to them with big issues, like those? Well, you know, what? as time has gone on, they have run. their families. Yeah. They have our, mm-hmm. and we know that at the at the midnight hour, if I call Vanessa or Daryl right now. They would come, mm-hmm. but things have evolved. We're doing good, and and then and then you grow with other friends. Mm-hmm. You start. We have some new friends that you know that we grow with. Mm-hmm. Um, same kind of thing though. Same principle. Mm-hmm. Same principle though. You still, you know, I still have conversations. Mm-hmm. Even now, thirty five years in, we still have friends that we hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know that really help us through stuff, and we help them. So. Well, and the, the the thing about it, as you take this life journey. You're not always going to be on the same page, so don't try. Mm. Mm. Don't try. Mm-hmm. You know, differences. I used to always say competition breeds success. Same thing with differences. You look at them and say, eh, "What do I like about them? What can I get from that?" Mm-hmm. Then you move on. But if you sit back and try to make your marriage a peachy cream marriage that you haven't seen on TV, it ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. You need the trials and tribulation that you're going to go through. Then you sit there and say, wow, we got over this one. Let's try another one. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, you, Patrice would love for me to say I love you every day and all that. It's just not my makeup. 
but your car runs and grass is cut, you know, things are still getting done, not as fast as you want them to, but I'm still here. Are you looking, putting that in the equation too? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather me just say, hey, I love you? Love is an action word. It is. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's so true. And the funny, the funny thing about it, even at their wedding, I was sitting there looking at the boys and um, all the men, the bride, the groomsmen. Fine group of boys. But I'm sitting there watching each one of them say, okay, who's going to be next? And what's going to go on? See, that, I never had that group of boys that many to where they were all on the same page almost. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, Denisha, their Uncle Willie was at the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my man. From day one, mm-hmm. even though we might have grew apart, it would be unjust for me not to have him at that wedding, even though we had different ideologies about things now, because he was that boy mm-hmm. when we was growing up. Mm-hmm. He actually told me when we got married, he said, you know, your brother should have been your best man. Mm-hmm. He said, I should have been. But I didn't listen to him. I listened to my mother. Mm-hmm. And she was wrong. He should have been the best man. Mm-hmm. Simple as that, you know. But when you listen to other people without weighing it, mm-hmm. that's what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta yeah, follow you got your heart. Sometimes yeah. you yeah, you do. Do what's really best do. for you. Yeah. But in, in the middle of everything that goes on in our marriage every, over thirty-five years, you always sometimes I reflect on what the thing that drives me was what was your intent. If we had arguments and the intent was like to be mean to me or to be disrespectful, that never was his intent at all Mm -hmm. it was just at the time there was something going on that just kind of blocked what he should have been doing or the things that he should have said but I always go back to people's intent if I really know that your intent is really because you love me and you care for me Mm -hmm. and even though I don't see it the way you see it all the time but I know your intent is is for for my good Mm -hmm. some stuff I can just let go Mm -hmm. you can let go but just always remember what the intent is behind things Mm -hmm. You know, let, me, um, let me ask, because uh, I, I know you guys got married after three months, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so, and you guys, when you got married, <laughs> y'all, y'all weren't in love. When did you fall in love? It's a process. Probably See, here's the thing. I love Jeff, but I wasn't in love with him. Because mm-hmm. I, I love people, so that's oh, course, just yeah. universal for me. But um, it was a process. As things went through, but you know when I start falling in love with him, because I, oh man, when I got married, I had dead up my ears. I had a great job, but when you're young, people sending you credit cards, I just start doing credit cards. I had so much debt, and now, like you said, love is an action word. He called all my real, my, my debtors and made payment plans, had, had this book, and mm. he would pay, wow. and he would pay, and all the debt was gone. It was paid down, it was paid down. Now, I'm going to tell you this about you. Is you know love is really love, because he did that about three times in our marriage. Mm. I did it again, <laughs> and then I did it again, oh, and then he had a book, and then he had the guy. So that's love. That, so that's when you think about action, that's, that's, that's love. real love. Man. That's love. Well, Second did, time. That's love, love. I knew what I was trained to do as far as finances mm-hmm. in the military. She wasn't. She would buy a $400 dress before she would pay her apartment rent. Mm-hmm. And then I would leave and she'd run to her car and be getting clothes out the car before I got back to the house. And I just backed up one time and watched her. You know, so yeah, the, 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 thing is, the thing is this. <laughs> if he's good with finances, then let him do it. Understand your weakness. See, for me, I'm good with finances, but I hate that he's not. So I try to get him involved, but it just doesn't work because he just doesn't have that desire to do it. And it makes me mad because I'm like, 
why don't you want to get involved in this stuff? This is your bills too. This is your house too. But I understand what you're saying. If that's my strength, then mm -hmm. I have to understand that that's his weakness. Well, and this is the point. I watched my father all my life. He walked in the house, got paid, laid his check down, and told my mother to make sure he had money for his cigars and tolls because he was in McGuire Air Force Base mm -hmm. to get back and forth to work. That's all his requirement was. The day I watched him snapped out, snap out is when he said this, I want to move. He wanted to buy a house in Jersey. He never looked at the finances. My mother didn't have the money. Mm. He flipped. That was his fault. Because he never took time to sit there and say, well, I've been giving you this amount of money every week. And we can't move. But he never looked at the expense of three children, a house. Stuff like that. Now she did splurge a lot of waste a lot of money on certain things, <laughs> sure but right. he never looked. When I got older, that's the first thing I said. That'll never happen. Because I seen the repercussions from what happened with that by mm -hmm. me not looking. Mm -hmm. So the thing was is that you get into the relationship. I would have people call me from the bank and tell me your wife is bouncing checks again. Mm. <laughs> Really, you gonna put that on? Oh, your head? Yeah. no, no, <laughs> no, no. It was years ago. It was decades, it was decades ago. It was a long time I ago. I will call me up religiously, Jeff. She's writing it then, and I say, okay, I'll be down there and take care of it, right? I just knew her weaknesses. Yeah, she will go to the store and get a loaf of bread, knowing she ain't had no money in the bank. Write the check out. That's not true. No, I'm using that as an example. Right, right. No one is gonna bounce all over the place. Now I got paid three bills. <laughs> you know. But till we got that under control, then you set up savings accounts. Mm -hmm. You might have five. I have, you have to have at least four or five accounts. Mm -hmm. Because I know I have an account there. I knew she was going to blow. And I would just sit there and watch it. I actually sit there and watch it. It's about to happen. Mm -hmm. But I was already prepared for it. So I couldn't argue about it no more because I took that situation in hand. Mm -hmm. That's it. Now you have to look at the quality of the person. When I get that up, just because she can't write checks? No, you don't. I always knew this. She's going to be an outstanding mother. I did know that. You sit back and say, okay, I know I'm a rock. So why would I go find another rock? So We're going to make pebbles. Can I, uh, <laughs> after, after the second time, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure you talked to her about it. Like, how, how did, have you done it again after the third time? Or? Arguments after arguments. Really? But the that thing was is, my, I mean, that was one area that I just was not good with. But now, I, and it's funny, it might not work for other people, there's an allotment. So every, Jeff's a fifth military, so it's 15th and 30th. Every 15th and 30th, he gives me X amount of money. Mm -hmm. When he gives me that money, that money is just for me. Get my hair done, my nails done, buy gifts or birthday parties, whatever I need to do. And the other money, if I need bank, um, food in the house and all that, that I, that I have, I'm accessible to that. Mm -hmm. But the, the allotment that he gives me on the 15th and 30th is just for me. And that works for us. Mm -hmm. Now, in your place, Tone, even though she's paying the bills, as long as you can go downstairs and look and see stuff, you don't have to manage it, but at least know where, to, where stuff going. Mm -hmm. Right. You can so, continue to do it. So what we did was, she says, I was like, because I don't mind working. I don't mind like mm -hmm. in a second job. So I'm like, I've always had that, that drive, you know, that hard working mentality. So I said, look, let me know how much money we got put into a certain account. Let me know how much money we got saved. Let me know how much money you want me to use to ourselves okay. and stuff. So she, she's because she's good with the numbers and stuff. So I let her That's take, great. you know, take all of that. And then I'm like, whatever you need me to do is going to get done. 
you know, so that's that's what it is. Now, like, I don't want to look at the bills. I mean, that's I can okay. do it, and that's how my mom brought me up. But, like, yeah. I, she she seen that I was struggling with that. I just never had, like, motivation to do it because, you know, it's like, man, I got to pay bills. I'm about to be broke again. So I'd rather just put all the money away, not see it, something like what your yep. dad did, not see it. And then you know, know that she's gonna handle right. it. Right, I know she's got it. So what sure. you have to do when you do that, bring them in sometimes. Say, okay, yeah. this is what we're doing over here. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, mm -hmm. this money is over here. Mm -hmm. That's what you have to do, and get. Mm -hmm. and that's all it is, mm -hmm. girl. Get over you, you, that's, yeah, that's easy. That's, that's easy for you. That's all it is. It's easy mm -hmm. because and the, and the reason why I say you need to look. What if she checks out tomorrow? Yeah, you just need to know. I know. Yeah. You know, not saying. See, and this is this is the funny part. I never want to see a man sitting around talking about well, she took everything. Well, what, didn't you know where it was? No, this is just being realistic, mm. you know, and it's real life. So if she passed away tomorrow, I'd still need you to go over and say, well, my baby, she put it here. Mm. And let me just go move. You need to check in with her yeah, and say, we what's have, going uh, on? We have shared accounts. Right. So, yeah, we can see you. Well, in a marriage, you're supposed to have shared yeah, accounts. That works for when, you. When, yeah. I, when I hear people talking about, well, I pay the electric and I pay the rent. and yeah. I'm No. Mm -hmm. It's all one. And we did it That's up. Then if we got, yeah. it's right. And then if we have to divide it up and you say, can we go on a trip? Nah, not this month. Let's try next month. Yeah, we've been there. See, and that's what you do. And there. that makes it better along the way. But if you go into a relationship talking about this is mine and this is his, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, that was uh, one of the first things we kind of like agreed on. Um, I'm happy that she was like that too because she was just like, I don't mind splitting the bills with you. Like, I know this is my life too and I'm not expecting you to, you know, take care of me like you're my mom or my dad. She's like, I want to be able to, you know, be responsible for myself. So, I mean, we, we, uh, ever since we, we went with that, we stuck with that and yeah. it works. So it works. So it's something flirting around in, uh, in the social media world now that, that is not a man should take care of everything and it's not a partnership. Oh, yeah, do you, how do you time. feel about that? Well, that a man should take care of all the bills oh, and the yeah. wife's check is her money and the man should be no, broke. How do you feel about that? that? that you don't agree with it's that? It's a partnership. Because it's a partnership. You know, you sit there. If it was a time, okay, let's use uh, economics. Right, that's what it is, economics. Exactly. That's what people think. So, if every woman was at home mm -hmm. and wasn't competing in the world for jobs from men, then I would say yes. Exactly. But it's not like that anymore. Mm -hmm. The women are bringing in more money mm -hmm. than the men are, you know, but the relationship is strong because they learn to love each other. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's a partnership. So, when you hear somebody talking about, well, he should be doing this and he should, no, 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 no. We made those babies together. Yeah. We raised those kids together. Everything is together. That's it. Now, if it's some aspects that you're stronger in, like I said, financial, then okay. That's what you handle. Mm -hmm. It has to be a, everything that you do in a marriage or in any type of relationship, it has to have a balance. And it doesn't really matter who makes the most money. See, that's what you have to get over. A lot of people say... But it does the initial beginning. Yeah, a lot, people but see, like a lot of people mm -hmm. do think like that. But I, that was never our issue. Just bring the money in. That's it. We all right. want to win from right. it. Right. Right. You know what? And, but society will make you feel like you got to check. Oh, I'm making all this money. I'm not bringing all that to the table. Bring it all to the table because at the end of the day, you love each other. It's a mm -hmm. partnership. It's for the well-being of the family. Mm -hmm. yeah, and the funny thing about it, we both hit rock bottom at one time. We both lost jobs and stuff like that. But you have to be prepared to say, okay, she lost her job. How do we rebound? Mm -hmm. You need that quiet moment to say, okay, I got stuff sitting here, here, and here. I ain't going to tell her everything, but she's going to get back out there. And we managed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know why? 
because some things she didn't know. Mm-hmm. And some things I had to hide to say, we still good, go ahead, <laughs> you know. But by her being in the workforce all the time, she felt as though she needed to be there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But we will still see you, when you, look, when you was doing the savings and all that stuff, that's some serious stuff. Because you always tell kids this, you have to have that rainy day account. Because it's going to rain. Mm-hmm. It's going to rain. Yep. And you yep. just have to be prepared for it. Yep. You know, and when you get prepared for it and say, damn, I should have bought that car. You know? But you look at things now and you go, okay, I'm cool. Right. I'm cool. I get things paid off now before I do something else. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to bump your head. There you go. Sometimes you got to oh, bump it. You bump it hard. Mm-hmm. To where you sitting in the dark crying, talking about why did I do that. Right. Mm-hmm. You do. It's not about how you fall. It's how you get back up. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, no, they're gonna the baby. They're gonna the baby, you guys. So since the baby's waking up, I think we're gonna wrap this episode up. We don't mm-hmm. want her to get too fussy. Yeah. Um. So how are we gonna close? Are we gonna close with a positive affirmation like we always do, or since mm-hmm. it's a new season, what you wanna? Tom, what you want? Oh, um. I mean. One good thing that happened this week for everybody. Yeah. So I mean, one thing we did was um. So be on the lookout for this guy. I might take your your spotlight right here, but we we uh we take our um, engagement photos. So save the dates are gonna be coming out soon. <laughs> I was very excited, very excited to see these photos come back, uh, and I'm very excited to share them with y'all. So that is my positive uh, note for the week. Uh, who's next? I'll go next. Um, the positive thing is uh we didn't die yesterday. <laughs> I when my car broke down on the side um, of the highway. Yeah. We ain't died. So that's my that's positive beautiful. thing. How about you, Nish? Um, being a mom is really positive. Um, being a get to spend time with my daughters is a positive. You were quiet this episode. Yeah. I, I was quiet too. Yeah, and I, I, I think it. no, I think I think, I think it's because I was quiet. You want them to- yeah. I wanted y'all to hear. I yeah. heard this. You heard this? Yeah, yeah you, you lived it. Know. I lived it. Yeah. I heard it. I heard all the funny stories. Hey, congratulations to Nisha and her family, man, because they, they done had a baby. So make sure y'all, <laughs> you know, wish her well and, Thanks, and blessings. Ty, what's your positive thing? Oh, geez. Are we, we're going around a circle. No, no, they go less. Oh. Yeah, yes. Um, okay. <laughs> so my positive thing for this week is that... I got to speak to these lovely people today. Miss Patrice. And Mr. Jeff. Jeff. Wow. I feel like I've learned a lot. I feel like I really have learned a lot in this conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you guys touched on a lot of things that we're going through and we didn't even have to say it. Mm -hmm. I just felt like you guys were talking to us this whole time. So, Mm -hmm. I really did learn a lot. No, that is true, though. Like, you you guys did speak or touch on a lot of stuff that... No, I can I I can't wait to go back and listen to this again. Right. I'm like, right, you know like, <laughs> taking notes. Like you said earlier in the podcast, you know, you gotta speak to someone who's been there, mm-hmm. done that, mm-hmm. and has a wisdom. And although I have those people, but sometimes just hearing it from other people mm-hmm. also helps you as well. So I mean it's always good to, to, to listen to some wisdom. Yeah. Exactly. So what we uh what we do in this part at the end, we kinda just say something that might have happened uh positive or something we done positive out in the world. Um, throughout the week, if you guys don't can't think of one right now, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you got anything positive that happened? Well, you know what? Just um, I'm just happy about my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Danish and Kay, Danielle and Gage and mm-hmm. Steve and Jeff. That everybody's in a good place. Mm-hmm. I'm really thank thankful. I'm thankful, yeah. and I'm just 
thankful for today. Mm -hmm. yep. This is what we're here to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To uplift, encourage, and inspire one another. Exactly. So, thank that's you. What, that's thank why I really you. wanted to have them on the show. I know yeah, it'll be a good episode. Well, the, th the thing is, as you make different transitions, I think it's like every 10 years, your life should inquire something else. I'm at the point now, I'm what, 61? 60. 60. Okay. And I'm at that point now to where you are leaving legacies and you're starting traditions. Traditions that you two might not have. Mm -hmm. Like we have the first Sunday now to where the kids come over the first Sunday of the month, 9 o'clock. And we have breakfast. Mm -hmm. Because I need to know what you're thinking. I need to see everybody sitting there. And then when I check out, they're doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And see, in the black community especially, you have no traditions. Mm -mm. Unless you go down south. And some people down south still have those great traditions. But we got up here and we got caught up in the world. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that, you know, just doing worldly things. You forgot your family. And I, my biggest thing is that when young people such as yourself watch stuff like Love and Hip Hop and all this kind, it really damages your head. Mm -hmm. I don't watch that stuff. But you, you can't think anymore because yeah. I got so many young girls that I watch. Okay, wrap up. And then, well, okay, wrap it up. This is Dave Chappelle. Wrap it up. You know, but, uh, <laughs> but that's true. But, you know, just watching y'all do what you love to do, mm -hmm. that's fulfilling to me. Mm -hmm. Just by itself because I didn't have this kind of opportunity. You have it, so don't spoil it. Right. You know, yeah. don't waste it. All right, class yeah. is what? Well, no, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 she listens no, to our she podcast. Mr. Cheese listens. And uh, Mr. Jeff, thank you yes, for, for so attending our podcast today. Thank you for all the knowledge, thank wisdom, you. experience for us and our listeners. Um, I'm sure we'll get a lot of feedback. We'll share them with you yeah. as well. So. Thank, thank you. you. Class is dismissed.